Good afternoon. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your midday market weather update for this Thursday, February the 29th. Well, this last day of the month has brought a significant amount of moisture into portions of Ivory Coast and Ghana that bolstered the moisture profile there and likely will stimulate some flowering of coffee and cocoa. It will turn out to be a beneficial event. There will be dry weather today, but it looks like other showers and thunderstorms will scatter around as we we go forward through the period from Friday of this week to Friday of next week. And so it looks like the rainy season is kicking in relatively normal. Now areas farther to the east and eastern Ghana and from there through Nigeria and Cameroon, they may not see quite as much frequent rain and significant rain as Ivory Coast may, but we'll continue to monitor that rather closely. The midday model runs today did not offer a tremendous amount of change, but they did continue to promote precipitation in Brazil for the second week of the forecast, and that is likely to translate into better crop and field conditions as time moves along. The models also continue to perpetuate the potential for improved rainfall in southern Argentina as we get into the end of next week and the following weekend. So really, the bottom line is still the same as it was this morning. The drier areas in southwestern Brazil will get an opportunity for relief and will likely find their way in a position where we'll see good aggressive crop development take place. The key for the safrina crops, though, will be the condition of the moisture profile when we get to the last days of the rainy season, and that is expected to be in early to mid-April. Well, the forecast in North America still is promoting a big snowstorm for Saskatchewan and Manitoba this weekend. That is going to be a very significant event for those folks because we're getting close to the spring season, and there's still a lot of dryness around across the eastern prairies and the prairies in general, and a significant snowstorm at this point would likely allow for some moisture to get into the region, although frost was put back into the ground this week as the bitter cold hit the in, hit the region. But as we move forward in time, we may be able to get a little bit of that snow to melt and get into the soil, although it will not be a real efficient process. The northern U.S. plains are not likely to see a great deal of precipitation coming up, uh, some spits and spats, but no well-organized moisture. And the same is true for the high plains region from west to central parts of the plains into the West Texas. These areas will continue to be dry bias for much of the coming week. There is a potential for rain in the second week of the forecast. The models keep playing around with who's going to be most likely to get that rain, and to be honest with you, I don't have much confidence in the recent model runs. I think the eastern portions of the hard red winter wheat country will be most favorable for getting some precipitation the second week of the outlook. In the meantime, the Delta and the southeastern states are advertised to get quite a bit of rain as we move forward into the next 10 days to two weeks. It'll be more focused on next week than over the next few days, but nevertheless, we will see uh, precipitation improving there, or at least getting uh, moderately strong again. California, the western portions of Washington, Oregon, and even British Columbia's coastal areas will all see abundant rain. That hasn't changed much today at midday. In the rest of the world, we're still looking at dry bias conditions for southern Spain and parts of northwest Africa. That will be true for the next 10 days. We still have light amounts of precipitation scheduled to occur in Ukraine and much of Russia, and that includes the uh, heavily snow-covered areas. And by having light precipitation and warm temperatures in those areas will melt some snow and help to reduce some of the flood potential for later this spring. South Africa was still advertised to pick up uh, greater amounts of rain in the second week of the forecast, but until we get to that point in time, we're probably going to see at least a little bit of uh, uh, additional net drying occurring across that region. The forecast uh, for 
uh, China is for lighter rain in the southeastern parts of the country, and that's likely to uh, translate into a better environment for the Yangtze River Basin, where it's been a little too wet recently. And we still look at dry weather, though, in Yunnan, where rice and early season corn are usually per, uh, planted at this time of the year. There will be some rain that falls in parts of Guangdong and Fujian's rice country, and that is important, too. That's coming up as we move forward into the coming week. The Philippines are drying out. If you're watching them from a sugarcane perspective, or maybe you have interest in their uh, limited corn, or perhaps even some of the herbs and spices that are produced there, and be aware of the fact the Philippines have dried down in recent weeks. Uh, still, the greatest dryness is uh, from northern and western parts of Luzon into Palawan, and those areas will continue to be driest. But all of the country is looking for a better drink of water, except maybe some of the southeastern parts of Mindanao. Outside of that, it looks like uh, the uh, majority of the Midwest, well, not Midwest, sorry, the majority of the European continent outside of Spain and uh, Portugal will likely do well with a mix of precipitation. We're still looking at an environment here uh, for the Middle East to see less rain over the next several days and then go back into a wetter mode as we go into the second week of the forecast. That's important for their wheat development and also for cotton uh, planting prospects. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.